I'm Charlene Yennerfeld, and you're listening to About That Outdoor Job. Hi there. I'd like to start by thanking you for being here. I've loved receiving your feedback about the podcast, and I really appreciate every rating and review you've left. We're halfway through our first series, Women in Outdoor Jobs, and have lots more diverse experiences, journeys, and women to introduce you to, so do keep tuned. That being said, we're now going to take our summer break, so you have to be a little patient. We'll be back with a brand new conversation with Jeanne Mochel, head of outdoor apparel at Mammoth Sports Group, at the end of August. In the meantime, I've put together a bonus episode for you, a medley of sorts of some of the great advice our guests to date have shared during our conversations with them. It's not job-specific advice. Rather, it's situational, and you'll find that it may speak to you for your current situation or ones you'll come to face during your professional journey or simply day-to-day life. In episode 13, I spoke with Nuf Alusaimi, Saudi scuba diving instructor, Patty ambassador, and founder of the Red Sea Citizen Dive Club. Nuf left the conventional job to live her passion, scuba diving. That bull move surely surprised some of her friends and family, but that didn't stop her. She's come to understand and cherish that her choices kept her in harmony with her life values. Life is huge, so everyone has to live it the way they want and they feel fulfilled. The idea of quitting a proper job and going for freelancing or diving or pursuing your dream and your hobby and the things you love in life, it's, 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 um, it's challenging in the beginning because people, they don't expect it or accept it because people, the stereotype that you have to go to university, to have a secure job or income in the end, this is not how I see myself. Actually, every time I, 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 I find out that I, I, what I did was the best thing for myself because I found out that I'm a person who, how can I, that the secure and the, like having a proper job and this financially secure, it's not for everyone. It depends about your values, your values of freedom, exploring, or your value to have stability, income, money. So it depends about the person. There is no a typical way of living in this life. Twin sisters Anna and Christy Barrington, dog mushers and co-owners of Seeing Double Sled Dog Racing Kennel from episode 10, they had the free range, inspiration, and imagination that influenced their life choices. And they remind us that though some little girls and some young women may not recognize themselves in the work world they want to enter, they shouldn't let that stop them. I don't think that ever growing up, Christy and I looked at things that because a woman wasn't doing it meant I couldn't do it. We, I wanted to be a firefighter. I wanted to be in the military, you know, and we wanted to be dog mushers and things. I don't think that ever made us think, yeah, put a barrier to think, well, you can't do that because it's not a woman. And sometimes it's about having more grit and tenacity than you could have ever imagined. In episode 14, Charlotte Ditchburn, access field officer, also known as the public rights of way explorer, Reveal that though she's done the right studies, the right volunteering, had the right placements, getting that first break into the access sector was morally grueling. When I first left university, I applied for 48 jobs, got 12 interviews, didn't get offered a single job. <laughs> um, so I think that determination to still carry on, even when you get all the knockbacks, is really key. You need to just learn to step back from it yes those individual knockbacks can feel really hard and deep at the time but if you actually step back and look at the long-term goals it's determination that will get you in the end in episode eight i spoke with larissa clark 
co-founder and director of Another World Adventures. Following a sabbatical that took Larissa on a transformational journey, she co-founded an adventure travel company. She shared with me how she's managed to fit her lifestyle needs into her business. And now that hasn't come about by chance. She's made her luck. Somebody once said to me, I, I commented, oh, I, I'm really lucky that I, I'm really lucky I got this job actually. And he said, you're not lucky, you generated the luck to be here. I, I hadn't thought about it like that. I just thought there was a series of lucky coincidences that had meant I had ended up in this particular role. But if you were to analyse them, I'd sort of made all of them happen, you know, and one had led to another. And so, like, get out there, talk to people, meet people, get yourself experiences, and then generate your own luck. But leave some room for what-ifs, too. Alexandra Gossing, travel writer and co-founder of the I Love the Seaside Surf and Travel Guides from episode 12, reminds us that overthinking and overplanning can lead to inaction. Don't overthink everything. I met a lot of people with a great idea and then they said, yeah, but I'm, I'm writing my plan for the bank. And I'm like, what? Just start. We, you know, we also... Um, we never really wrote down our our plan we and because we had no no money no no big finance behind us we did the we did the crowdfunding and also that was a good way to check if people would like it anyway if people were interested so we had both we had and money and and you know like statistics if people would like it and we just went went along the way and and every day we learned something more and even now we're still doing it like that if if you think it out too much at some point you you'll stop because it's too much it's just too much (laughs) yeah and let's not forget mindset in episode 7 caroline elliott snow sports awareness educator and author pointed at how she's kept moving forward and channels the strength to do so from the work she does with mindset yeah so mental health um I think you've got to, again, I did a lot of kind of, we call it sophrology in French, a lot of kind of uh, self-belief, believing in oneself. And I'm a great believer in the mind. If you start saying, oh, I'm, you know, I don't, I don't deserve that or I don't, I'm not going to get there, you won't, you, you're basically opening up that hole for, for yourself to slip into if you're in a bad day. Our first series is dedicated to women in outdoor jobs, and we've been talking with our guests specifically about challenges they've faced as women in the outdoor sector that is still male-dominant. In episode 4, Dr. Lucia Bolensky, expedition medic, encourages women not to compare themselves to each other, but rather find the path that works for each of us. What is really important to say to women here is that Everyone's journey is different and everyone's home circumstances, work circumstances are totally different. So what I've managed to do is going to be totally different to what other women, some are doing way more than I'm achieving and some are like, I just can't get away for their own reasons. So it's not to compare yourself, but just to be able to grasp those opportunities when you can. So for instance, I adapted what I did when my kids were little. I did a lot more of my humanitarian work because taking kids to sub-Saharan Africa is 
much, much easier than taking them to Antarctica or the Himalayas or elsewhere. So I did a lot more of that work and slightly parked the expedition work for a while. And, and actually the older women as well, because you kind of think you've had kids and you're like, oh, my time's passed. I can't do this. Whereas there are some amazing women leaders out there that I see that are so inspiring. But their kid, they've come to a time in life now where their kids are grown up. And so and now they're back doing it. So again, don't you know, I've, I've been lucky enough to do bits with my kids and while they're growing up. But actually, if I got if I got offered a two month expedition now, wherever it may be, I'm not sure that I would take it because I'm, I'm just not that right time in life. I'd offer it up to someone else. But I know having seen these other women, I'm really inspired by them. And I know that my time will come again. Katie Friend, official speaker for the International Ski Mountaineering Federation from episode five candidly opened up about the balance her and her husband needed to find to allow this mom of two to succeed at her outdoor job. Well, as I said earlier, I was a, a, a mom with two very young children and a husband who travels a lot, for not anymore because of COVID, but he traveled a lot for work. And so at the beginning, it was difficult. I'm not going to lie. It was challenging for us as a family. Two young children, a husband who, let's face it, you know, whose salary or whose earnings are far surpass whatever I was earning doing a couple of weekends a year. So paying, he's the one that's paying the mortgage. So we had to find a balance of me saying, look, I realize that what I'm doing is not going to pay the bills. It's not going to, but I need this. This is really important for me. I love it. It gives me confidence. It takes me away from just being mummy. And it gives me so much pleasure. I'm meeting people, I'm traveling, and I love being at home with my kids. And it's been the biggest privilege of my life to have had that opportunity to have spent so much time with them growing up. But how it impacted my life was that now that they are bigger, they're 11 and 13, I'm getting more and more work. And it is easier and easier for me to go away because they have a better, well, they're older my husband is at home more but also they have a better relationship with their dad because I had to just step away and they had to muddle through and despite the 17,000 things I would put in the freezer which I don't do anymore by the way you know they had to just figure it out for themselves and I don't think they would have had that opportunity and you know we had people helping my mom au pairs and that sort of thing so it was but it's now as I'm coming into the more freedom part of my life where they're growing up I'm not scrabbling around thinking oh my god what am I going to do now I've got I know what I'm going to do I'm doing it and I love it in episode 9 I talk with Sophie Nolan wilderness guide and founder of Sidetracked Adventures she heads off for weeks into the wilderness with her clients and interacts with them 24-7 for a number of days at a time the desire to be at her best all of that time so that she can create this unforgettable experience, it can take its toll on her. She reminds us of the need to take time to refuel. I want to give everything on those trips and I will always want to give everything, but then you also need time, I call it sitting in a dark room days, where I, if I, I can just sit down and kind of, I guess, rejuvenate um, and find that, be able to then kind of go back and feel refreshed. Whereas sometimes I find that if it, when it is kind of full on, it's a, it's a physically and mentally tiring job. Um, so you also need to factor, factor in 
time, downtime. Um, and often my personality isn't a downtime person. I, I think a lot of people that are kind of into the outdoors do tend to have this mentality that they can keep going. Um, but I think just because you've got the ability to keep going doesn't mean that that's the best um, thing. So I guess for me, it's finding this balance between utilizing my skills to, I think one of my biggest skills is that I can keep going and that I have a, an abundance of energy um, but also making sure that that sometimes needs to be kind of filled up by having a bit of my own time. Along the same lines, Jess Crone, mountain biking guide and co-owner of MTB Verbier from episode 6, reminds us that though her passion may be her job, it's also important for her to keep practicing it and enjoying it just for her own pleasure. Yeah, I also started doing some, some races, but just for fun, just because I met so many people who did them and uh, guests from us. And they said, uh, yeah, it's, it's a great atmosphere, this enduro racing. It's, um, it's, there's not just pros joining, but also amateurs, people who just you know, want to have fun. And uh, yeah, I really like the experience of just you know, following some lines and not having to look on a map or people following me, just, just riding for my, on my own. It was really a great experience. And as the years go by, you gain experience and perspective. Melody Sky, adventure photographer and filmmaker, and our first guest of this series, prescribes giving your older self a break and recognizing you're good enough. When I was younger, I, I wanted to impress people more and uh, had something to prove and maybe a little bit more of an ego because I was the only female doing that. And I think the thing that's changed is actually knowing that I can't be the best anymore because I always had that wish to be oh I want to be a really good sportswoman I want to be a really good filmmaker but now I've accepted that you know I love my job I'm good at my job um, I'm never going to be the best uh, you know I'm never going to beat a 20 year old down the mountain and so now I'm really comfortable with who and what I am In episode 11, I sat down with Christelle Bretelot to talk about her experience in the outdoor industry working as the PR and events manager Europe for Columbia Sportswear Company. Working in the outdoor apparel industry wasn't something she'd planned. She had lots to learn. She's grown in scope and responsibilities at Columbia, nearing 17 years of career with them. She reminds us all to not forget to take a minute and appreciate where we've come from and what we've achieved. I was not necessarily meant to do what I'm doing currently. I mean, PR, I had never done PR before. Events, never done events before. So to be honest, it, it came as a result of maybe my relationships, uh, also within the company, the interpersonal skills, maybe uh, languages and the learnings I had along the way. Um, and I think it's quite nice to look back and say, hey, <laughs> that's not bad at all. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this special bonus episode. I hope some of the advice shared by our podcast guests will resonate with you today. And who knows, maybe you know someone who needs to hear some of this too. Why not send them a link and encourage them to have a listen? You can find about that outdoor job on Instagram, our website, and a number of podcast listening platforms. You can support our new podcast by subscribing and leaving us a review. 
A review makes our podcast more visible so others can discover it as well. This episode was produced and hosted by me, Charlene Janerfeldt.